Hello, everybody. Crypto traders around the world. We're back with another episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net, a.k.a. Basic Cryptonomics. Thank you for joining here today. My name is Leister. I'm your host. We've got a couple topics I want to go through. First, let's get the particulars out of the way, and then we'll jump right into this. Once again, that site is CryptoTalkRadio.net. That's where you're going to find all of our past, present, and future podcast episodes. The podcast is on all major podcasting platforms as well. Feel free to check that out. Let us know what you think. Link at the top says contact. Click that. Fill out the form. Come straight in. We read each and every one of those. We appreciate hearing feedback from our listeners, whether you're a subscriber or not. We would appreciate your subscription if you're a first-time listener. We again welcome you here. We think you're going to find it's completely different from any other crypto podcast that's out there. And hopefully you get great enrichment to the point that you feel like you want to spread the word out there. The last thing I'll call out is our triad membership. The triad is where we are trying to build a community of serious investors, not the kids that say the word Jeet and say the word Keck and can't half read. We're talking serious investors that believe there's something to this cryptocurrency thing and they want to talk to other grown adults, other serious people. Get away from the toxicity. Check it out on the site. Click on triad. It'll tell you about our different tiers for joining the full on triad. If you still have questions, you can join us in our discord channel. CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. And anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. I got to tell you all, uh, first of all, I don't know what to think about this week. I really don't. Because it's there's just like so much good news and then there's like sprinklings of bad news and I don't frankly understand why it can't just work like like what the heck like right so here's the problem here's what's going on I want to make sure I'm clear so the good news I gave the previous I said you know ultimately I've got my Endeavor primary it pays but then the freaking contact is playing with my money like playing my emotions I have the second uh, client that we signed second endeavor that one the everything was jacked up with the contact we didn't really get it all solved because things were submitted to the client wrong and so then okay they're trying to work to fix it but it's this whole disaster the client then still has the wrong record and didn't fix it i told him hey look here's the raw, right information you got the wrong data still didn't fix it so that's still jacked up but what does that affect it affects a couple things it affects my ability to get in, log in. So I don't have access even now. It's been over a week. I don't have access even now. Well, they also need to be able to ship me equipment. So they're supposed to ship me equipment. They can't ship me equipment because the guy needs access to the credential to log in the first time and set it up. So because I don't have the credential, I don't know what to give him. So he can't set up the laptop, which means I can't get in. So I've been sitting around. I did book some hours just in some research and catch up and some meetings but not the hours I expected. So the money I want isn't as fluid as I'd like to. And then on top of this, and this wasn't disclosed, this goes back to the contact. The way that time is tracked is different than every other that I've ever experienced. And this one, I have to track it with the client and then it flows back down to the uh, contact and then they pay me off of it. That's very unusual. It makes sense, but it's unusual. It's not the way that I would normally expect it. So now I'm like, okay, (laughs) so my first client the contact is jacking with my payments and the second one they'd love to pay me but they can't because i can't get in to do the thing 
Then there's the third I talked about, and I'm still waiting to hear back if they're going to move forward on that one. They said we move, quote, fast. It's been two days, still giving us some time. And now I'm really urgently trying to get the third because if I were getting the third, it's guaranteed uh, money. It's literally guaranteed money because of then it's full-time and it's salaried, which means you must pay me. If I'm ready to work, you must pay me under the law. That's the nice. The down, of course, is that you're working for somebody other than yourself. So if I had had the third, it would have offset the delays of the second and the first a little bit, make sure money still flows, because I had to spend a lot of money as I gave on a previous update. All that's, yeah, so it's like great that I got these clients, yeah, but then it's down because I can't get the everybody to just work on the same sink. And in fact... This is what's weird. Trust me. Despite the fact, despite the fact I got two clients, right? I'm actually underutilized. I'm actually sitting around. I'm, I actually had time to do other stuff, which led me to my second bad news. I go outside to get the mail. I come back and I look and there's this tiny little yellow note sitting on the garage. And I'm like, what the heck is this? So I go look at this. It's a freaking citation from the, the police. And it basically, it, I didn't realize, I've been here for three years. I've never seen this, right? So I look at it and it basically is, an, like if you, in the United States, we have the HOAs, housing associations, right? Homeowner associations. This is like the replacement. Like it's not an HOA out here, but yet this notice is like the replacement because this cop, and I watched him on the security camera. He just walked up, slapped this straight on the garage and walked away. He didn't do anything else. I look at the notice and it basically says, well, we're citing you, you know, for dead plant debris. So what happens is this house, because I don't own it, has a bunch of conifers and they leave pine needles all over creation. The wind eventually is going to blow them back into the lawn, so I don't really worry about it. Then he says, okay, dead bushes. Okay, well, yeah, because there's a watering restriction. You, you can't, you literally can't water. I'm a landscaper by hobby. I know what it takes and how much water it takes when you're in essentially a desert and you're dealing with a you know, a heat wave, you have to overwater. They don't let you by, by rule. You are, they'll find you. So it's like, okay, I can't water like I want. So I just let it, let it die because there's nothing I can do. Okay. Well then you're screwed. Cause then they'll cite you. And then the down part of this garbage is, you know, if it's not paid, there's a, or it's not paid. If it's not addressed. There's a $200 fine. And then it's a recurrent fine. Okay, and then eventually there's a lien. Well, I don't own the property, but there's a lien on the property. That means I have to leave the property even though I'm paying for it. Okay, so I'm talking to the cop, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. What are you expecting to do? I can't water the crap because there's a watering restriction. Yeah, we kind of know that. Some of those deep, deep, deep. And then he's like, some of them are dead. You got to remove them. They're only dead because of the watering restriction, you freaking moron. So then the third one says, basically, okay, so in the house, there's a front area, and it's just a flat, stone deal and it's perfect for the uh, trash and recycle bins because it's convenient. I can just roll it straight out to the street from, you know, every pickup day. Apparently you can't put them there. They don't want to see them anywhere on the front of the property. You have to put them on the side or in the back. Well, if I put them in the back, I can't get it to the front because there's no way to get to the front because there's a stone wall. I can't put them on the side because it technically doesn't have a side, which means I'm screwed. I have to put it in the garage. The reason I don't want to put it in the garage is because I got a bunch of boxes I'm accumulating for a junk haul. And so then it's a pain because now I got to open uh, open the garage, wait for it to open, to roll it out there just because somebody decided to pass these stupid ordinances complaining about seeing your bins in a place that don't affect nobody but no one. I was, when I saw this, I was like, okay, first of all, if I own this house, I'd be pissed. 
but second, I'm here and the property owner might not even pay this garbage, right? So now I have to go and try to find somebody to do some basic cleanup. The cop said, okay, well, on the side, the vast majority is on the side. It's the dead bush and the weed that's growing over the da 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 Okay. Well, the weed that's growing over the da 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 I mean, you can't really tell they're weeds, but fine. We can de-weed it, whatever. The dead bush, I'm just absolutely stymied because you're uh, you're causing the thing to die and then you're forcing me to do it. So I was not having a good week because of all this chaos. Despite having essentially two sources of money, I can't get them to pay me consistently, so I might as well have no source of money. And I had to spend a lot of money to set up my new home office, which looks amazingly beautiful. But the point is, it's like I need more money flow coming in than I'm currently getting. And then on top of that, I got to spend more money to fix a lawn that's not even on my own property. That's why I want to get out of Nevada, folks, because it is just, and I like this city otherwise, but this is just absolute crap. So that's my week. I was not happy, frankly. Uh, and so now I got to see what we're going to do here. Going forward, I don't know what the answer is. In any event, I know what you're all waiting for. Let's go ahead and get into that because I know what you're all waiting for. So right at the top, Luna Classic. I don't know if any if there are new listeners. If there are, I welcome you. Uh, if you've been listening for a while, hopefully you'll remember as I make certain statements or predictions or whatnot. If you have, you will have heard me say that I believed that once this burn goes live, we wouldn't see a very significant movement up front. I said that. I said that I don't think you're going to see significant initial things. And I think it's kind of a long play. I think that, you know, there's going to be some work because it's a lot of change. This has never been done before. What invariably happened, folks? What invariably happened was, and you can see this yourself if you're on KuCoin, KuCoin.com. I do encourage you because it's downright freaking hilarious, but it's everywhere. <laughs> but KuCoin.com in particular, they have underneath the, it's called Coin Info. So if you look, if you're on the trading area for KuCoin, they have what's called the Coin Info tab. And in the Coin Info tab, you can access, they actually have like a community type deal. And the community type deal allows you to see people that are posting comments about whichever cryptocurrency that you happen to be looking at at the time. And that's where I'm saying, if you get a chance, if you're anywhere on KuCoin, you get a chance to look at this, I do encourage you, if you want a good laugh, to see how people are reacting to what's going on with Luna Classic because it's blatantly clear that, as I said, certainly the vast majority of people don't listen to Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net, that's true. Okay, but it's also... It, there's clearly a problem. Like people don't really understand how all this works. They're, they're just so, and I, I don't know if there's specific sources of bad information. I don't know if that's what's doing it. I don't know why it seems like there's just a flaw in communication where people don't understand how all this works or they're being misled by somebody. None of this do I understand. All I can tell you is the comments were downright hilarious. We're talking People calling it a scam, people calling it a waste of time. There were people claiming that apparently the YouTubers, and I saw this a little bit, but the YouTubers were out there and they were essentially taking major bags and causing losses. Come on, it's Luna Classic. That's not what happened. What happened is I said, manage your hopium because I knew it was going to take some time. I wasn't expecting initial because that's not how burns work. But for whatever reason, some of these people, this is why I don't really like shilling. Some of these people, 
they get so fixated on, let's say, certain influencers that will actively say, this is going to be huge. We're going to the moon, do, do. And then the next thing I know, it's like, okay, <laughs> sure, long-term, we might get to something. But as it stands right now, like this is not, it's not going to initially have some amazing jump. And it doesn't even make sense to assume that we should. It doesn't make sense. That's not how burns work. So I was almost going to talk about burns in general, and I figured, let me let the dust settle. I don't want to piss people off. I don't want to bore people. Just so you know, here's my statement. You might have heard contrary from YouTubers. That's fine. We all have a different opinion. Nobody knows for truth. I'm going to share mine, and I'm okay if they disagree with me. That's fine if they want to call me a liar. Time will tell who's right and who's wrong. Here's my statement on this, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls, children of all ages, hopefully over 18. The burn, as currently implemented and future state implemented, will have an impact on the price movement of Lola Classic. Nobody can tell you exactly when that's going to happen, number one. Number two, there's no way to perfectly know if there's other impacts, as the Gary Gensler's of the world and the Jerome Powell's of the world and the Joe Biden's of the like there's all these others, Putin saying, okay, all men are now being drafted in. You better show up. Da, da, da. There's all these different symptomatic things that could be disrupting what you see. And I'm simply saying, in my opinion, how this works, if you are going to go in Luna Classic, simply don't YOLO. That's all I've ever said. And that's all I ever will say is don't YOLO into it. Be smart because we simply do not know with this business, what's going to happen? There's so much around this. There's so much around this. And some of it's misinformation. Some of it's flat out lies. I'm not here to call out names. I'm just telling you, there's information out there that is fundamentally wrong. And to me, I'm going to make the statement, and you can hold me to it, Luna Classic will at some point price move positive. The burn at some point will have an impact. Beyond that, Nobody knows a damn thing. And there's so many external factors, we don't know how they play in either. There's other situations with Bitcoin. We don't know how that plays in either. If you're going to make a play on Luna Classic, you need to understand it's a long-term play. It's one of those where you're going to sit on it and not worry about it, buy dips and wait, because I do believe long-term it's going to be something. We also have to see what happens with the lawsuit with Do Rugpull, a.k.a. Do Kwan, because until that fleshes out, we don't know what's going to happen with the new Luna. If the new Luna shuts down, you're going to see a flock back to Luna Classic. That's a reality. I'm not saying it as a certainty. I'm saying it as a reality. There's so much unknown. And so if you're going to listen to people, I prefer you listen to Crypto Talk Radio, find at CryptoTalkRadio.net and Leister, who's trying to help keep you safe. However, if you're going to listen to other people, come, go ahead and compare what I'm saying to other people. And if those people are telling you that, okay, it's a scam and it's a whatever, and you feel like, you know what, I don't even want to take the risk, I support and celebrate you. I'm telling you, I don't see scam. I don't see anything other than the normal, which is certain people are being misled and they're being lied to about what's really happening. Everything looks normal to me. That's my point. I don't see anything wrong. Everything looks normal. I, I do see that there's a bit of hesitation, which is natural. It's normal. Nobody knows what's going on right now. And unfortunately, we have our government coming out saying stupid stuff that's killing the business. So nothing surprises me is my point, folks. It's up to you what you want to do. So given this, I want to talk about something that may make you smile a little bit. If you've been listening to me for a while, I said the best thing you can do is stick with the core 
coins. They can never steer you wrong. The Ethereums of the world, etc. Well, Ethereum, of course, completed the merge. And post-merge, we saw that the price was having a little bit of problem and nobody really knew what was going on. However, we are seeing a bit of stabilization. I'm on record, for those that are new, I'm on record, and I said, if Ethereum goes beneath $900, I'll do live karaoke on the YouTube channel. That's how confident I am that Ethereum cannot go too much far past $1,000 downward. I believe it's just not possible. So I put myself on the, on the hot seat and said, if it goes beneath $900, I will do live karaoke. That's my commitment on the YouTube channel. That's how firmly committed I am to this business. Well, everybody started to look at the funding rates for Ethereum. Of course, we're seeing that the funding rates did have some hard impacts. Others confirmed what my theory was, which is that a bunch of the miners basically dumped their bags and got out of the business. Well, we're starting to see funding rates and levels start to recover and get back to normal and that there will be a bullish sentiment that's starting to do an upward rise. If you look at some of the graphs, you are seeing somewhat of an upward trend. It's not a hard like, okay, it's to the moon deep deep. It's a, I see there's some upward. There's some certain buy pressure here. It looks like it's going to go back up. Understand that the bottom level here that we need to keep up on is 1250. If it's able to go up 1250 and it's able to go past 1300, we will see a run back up to roughly 1500. And that, of course, would make me smile because I would be able to say, neener, 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 doop, doop, doop. You don't get the karaoke. So time will tell, right? Speaking of other core coins to pay attention to, Cardano's Basel upgrade. It's now live. Everything looks good. It's been delayed multiple times. Everything looks good. It did not positively impact the price movement. Here's the reason I think this is important. Just like with Luna Classic. Although this was a big anticipated event and everybody was looking forward to it, the truth is you're not going to get those immediate pumps that some people keep impressing that we should. That's not the way it works. All of these things are long plays. I've been bullish on Cardano since day one. Cannot tell you why. I will tell you. With this upgrade, number one, with the transition of Ethereum to proof of stake, number two, with the challenges of Bitcoin, number three, with everything the government's talking about in terms of securities, number four. With everything that happened with Do Rugpull, aka Do Kwan, number five. Like all these different things together leads me to think that we are going to see potentially the AVAXs of the world and the Cardanos of the world and the Atom Cosmos of the world and Kronos, uh, Crypto.com, the Kronos. My theory and um, Hedera, Metis, like some of these other ones, these young upstarts have a stronger long play. They have a stronger potential long-term. I think that some of the lesser proof-of-work ones have some work to do in order to catch up to where they should be, like the Ethereum Classic of the world has lagged. They haven't really stepped up. This would have been the opportunity for them to step up. If they had done so, they would be up there with that list I just called out. Cardano has a pretty, pretty darn good um, ranking. It's not at the top like I think it should be, but it's up there pretty decent good. And if you look at something like Solana, which keeps going down every time you turn around, Cardano doesn't really have significant outages. Like it, it, it seems to be reasonably stable. I think I can count one outage that I can recall. And other than that, it's been pretty solid stable and I've been very impressed with it. And so I think it's worth keeping an eye on myself. The other one it, that you, I think, should keep your eye on is on XRP. XRP, of course, has been embroiled with this whole legal business with the SEC and everything else. 
Ripple CEO came out, basically was talking to Fox Business and talking about the lawsuit and everything else and said, the SEC's lost its way. You guys are crazy. XRP is has a bullish sentiment behind it because they believe, basically the buyers, that this XRP should be able to recover if they can beat all the legal things that are going against it right now. XRP is one certainly to keep an eye on. I can't tell you if it's truly going to go as high as we expect. It's significantly down from where it peaked, right? It peaked at like near four bucks. It's way down from there. But if it's able to overcome what's happening with all the legal pressure that's upon it, I think it'll have a little bit of a bull run, get back to some possibly mid-tier of where it used to be. I say XRP is one to keep an, definitely keep an eye on, but here's the caution. We don't know with this whole executive order and the stable coin and let's lock this down and Gary Gensler and all this, whether XRP then all of a sudden jurisdiction gets put over there to say, no, we're locking you down. We are then waiting on the potential blowout in November because we need to get people in office who are just as greedy as you. That would then tell us where XRP is going to go after that. I think if you get different people in the government right now, frankly, you're going to see XRP left alone. That's my opinion on this one. The last news update really only affects gamers. If you're a gamer, and when I say gamer, I'm not talking the garbage games that crypto's been thrown out there. I'm talking real games as there's apparently going to be. Um, Zilakia, I believe that's the pronunciation. That's one of the cryptos that's out there. It's a ZIL coin. They're going to be releasing a gaming console and it's allegedly going to be Web3 based, allegedly going to mine the ZIL coins. You can actually mine ZIL right now. So this is intriguing, and it's intriguing for a couple of reasons. Number one, I've said on multiple occasions that I do think gaming is one of those missed opportunities, but you need big players. You need the real games. If you take something like a Harvest Moon or a Stardew Valley or anything else that like those games that are just time sinks, I think my time at Porsche, my time at Sandrock, some of these ones where they're built for you to burn hours, think of the raw potential in just mining coins, burning coins. Anything that's an online game, ones where people spend hours online, they're talking about esports with this business. This is on schedule to release in 2023. And this one's certainly one to watch because if they can pull it off with gaming correctly, unlike the other garbage, and it still has basically disc based games, as in it's not just a digital game only, it's huge. It could be a game changer. It's the one thing Nintendo can't touch, Sony can't touch, Microsoft can't touch. And most importantly, the biggest gap, the biggest failure right now in gaming is the fact that you have, let's say, Nintendo. Nintendo have certain games, and then because the console is inefficient, the games don't look as good or don't sound as good. Meanwhile, you got Xbox, their games suck, and then you got Sony that's got the best games, but their console sucks and you can't have buy it. We've always needed more competition. When Sony left the gaming business, it killed the business because Sony was pushing everything forward. Sony was doing more exclusives. Sony was pushing new IPs. Sony was actually great console. Sony was the first to do on, true online, you know, net-based gaming. With the dial-up, Sony was the first to put, or excuse me, Sega, not, Sega was pushing the envelope. Sega was pushing these things before the rest were. The rest played catch-up. Sega quits the business, which I thought was a mistake. Now you see like Radio Shack. Radio Shack is now basically a crypto provider and a exchange. Well, that's pretty cool. And now this is coming out as a console and has get crypto behind it. It's huge. I think it's worth watching. That's going to be my news, folks. I think we're in for good times here in the future. Pay attention. Let's see where we go with all this. 
And by, by all means, we have to watch Luna Classic over time. Don't freak out about what you see. We got to give it some time to flesh this out and let things kind of go in smoothly and safely and correctly. That's going to do it for today's episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. I want to thank you for listening here today. I know you have choices, whether you're a new listener or a subscriber. We appreciate each and every one of you. Check out our site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. We have a contact form, the link's at the very top. We'd love to hear from you and how we're doing and what you like or what you don't like. We read each and every one of those. Also, check out our triad. The triad is a community that we're working to build forward of strong, smart investors the ones that want to lead us into the next generation of cryptocurrency to evolve cryptocurrency into a more mature investment strategy for people, help people as they're growing and they get into this space. We don't want the ones that say the word Jeet and the ones that will say the word Kek. We want the ones that treat this as a serious thing. Join us on our journey. Until next time, take care, be safe. Please don't YOLO into projects, any project. It doesn't matter what it is. Be smart with your investments. Make sure you always keep a roof over your head, food on your table. Your family comes first. Don't get stuck in this. Our goal is to try to help keep you safe, but we're only an informing source. There are a lot of sources out there, some of which are not really looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. So always be careful with the advice that you take and what you do with that information is up to you, but just be smart about it is all we ask. See you next episode.